heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? The news and stories from Racing's Heartland. This is RSN's Racing Pulse. Great to have your company on Racing Pulse this morning. It's great to have uh, Ollie the Goat with us as well, who can reflect on what was no doubt a exhausting Melbourne Cup week with all the extra focus and media commitments. And we know he had three winners over Cup week, but I'm told that his greatest performance occurred yesterday at Yarra Yarra in front of uh, all of the network news cameras. Good morning, Ollie. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Michael. I heard you stood up and you drained a putt from about 20 metres out in front of the cameras. Is that right? Yeah, it was about the only thing I did all day. It was pretty poor up until that stage, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> well, was it a good, fun afternoon at Yarra Yarra? It was a great day. The course was in great condition. The greens were like lightning there. It was a bit of a challenge, but um, it was a great day, yep. And I heard you might have taken the scalp of Glen Boss during Cup Week a few times as well. <laughs> uh, only the once, yeah. Got uh, managed to get bossy one day, yep. What was that week like for you when you look back? Um, the emotional roller coaster that you've been on, was it quite exhausting? Um, yeah, it kind of was a bit at the end. I mean, it's it's a long week, obviously. Um, I think one day they only had three rides, I think, so that was a pretty quiet day for me. But other than that, it was I had sort of six to eight rides most days. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a great week. I mean, obviously a little bit extra with the... Um, media attention and you know the focus on my retirement so but you know I kind of acknowledge that that I had to you know um honor that and get involved in it and, and embrace it and um but it was it was great you know the um, reception I received from the public and and um everyone at the races and all the media you know it, I couldn't have been happy with the way it turned out it was fantastic and I know you said during the 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 coverage and also in the lead up to it that you really wanted to to take the time to try and absorb it in. And I think we saw that a couple of times maybe after you'd, you'd won a race, you, you took a little longer to come back. So what was that Was that like? And, and was it, I suppose, easy for you to try and keep your emotions in check and exor- uh, absorb what the moment was all about? Yeah, a little tricky at times to keep the emotions in check. Um, but, you know, once I was on the horse and 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 sort of switched on I was fine but you know at different times when people would bring it up you'd you'd feel the emotion of it um but um yeah I kind of you know knew I had to expect that um but um felt it didn't really affect the way I rode I think I sort of still was happy enough with the way I rode the opportunities I had and um you know it was, it was great to get some winners along the way as well yeah I was going to ask you about how you you read your form because you you were in the finish of quite a few races and to end with three winners and uh, Jewess couldn't quite get the job done in the McKinnon, to, uh, but to finish second in such a big race on the final day at Flemington would no doubt have made you very proud. Yeah, it was great. It would have been lovely to have that, um, you know, good, you know, one big winner over the weekend, particularly the final day would have capped it off nicely, but we don't always all get those fairy tale endings, but um, I felt I gave the horses their chance to win and, um, you know, Jewess had a great carnival. She was really consistent. Ed Cummings did a great job with her and, um, unfortunately, she couldn't get that big win, but she um, she held a form all the way through. But her tissue was just a bit strong for there on the weekend. You ticked every box too, because you managed to visit the stewards' room on one more time at Flemington <laughs> and get a suspension. Yeah, well, I did that too, and unfortunately, just tightened one up a little bit on um, the inevitable. Um, but um, yeah, it can happen a little bit. My 
I've been pretty good. I hadn't had a suspension for over six months, so but uh, yeah, managed to just um, have a little error in judgment on the week on the weekend. Rob Montgomery was with uh, Matty Stewart and Turfy on Sunday, and uh, this is what he had to say about giving you a farewell suspension. He always handles it with grace. He uh, throws his hands up when he knows he's uh, he's done something wrong. So um, yeah, he handled it with grace and. Uh, he certainly hasn't lost any of his nerve um, after all his years. He's still pushing out and trying to make runs, so he's uh, he's, he's going out on a uh, high note, I guess. You didn't say, now, come on, have a little leniency, <laughs> did you? Oh, well, <laughs> it did cross my mind, but I know the stewards are pretty straight up and straightforward, and, you know, you know when you've done something wrong, and that was the case on the weekend, and, um, yeah, it was... Uh, you know, it was what it was. You know, it was, uh, there's no there's no favours given. You know, um, they got to they got to play it as they see it. There were a few that cop suspensions on that final day, and and I know Blake Shin at the moment's going to be on the sideline after Saturday for for quite some time, and he copped a hefty fine in regards to the the excessive whip strikes. Is it is it something that uh, even even the jockeys who are riding at the top level day in day out need to constantly remind themselves and work at trying to remain under the the whip rules in big races uh yeah look it's tricky at times um the adrenaline does take take over and and your focus is on obviously trying to win it's hard to think of too many things at at once sometimes so you do have those um those lapses you might think you know but um i think generally the the breaches for the amount of rides we have and um and you know there's not too many significant breaches i think you know it's it's pretty pretty well controlled and all that at the moment i think would be the best way to describe it do you count or is it you've got an innate feel um i I kind of i don't really count but occasionally i think the biggest way you tend to run into trouble is those longer races where the horses come off the bit of fair way from home um that's where i think the biggest biggest concern is um and occasionally when you get in a driving finish or a close finish sometimes like that it can make a difference but um yeah, I, I, I'm not a counter of, of it. No, I try and just, um, I always just try and hold off a little bit longer than I than I than I sometimes think that I need to use the whip. Would you? What changes would you make to the current rule? And and there's been a lot of discussion about the um, the unfettered amount of strikes you can have in the last hundred metres. Does that need reviewing? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Um, look, I think it's it's pretty good fit for purpose at the moment. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think there's um, big changes that need to be made. What did you make of Jamie Spencer's ride on West Wind Blows? Yeah, it was a bit of an odd one, wasn't it? Yeah, odd's a good description. <laughs> Were you surprised when you saw him taking off after make, missing the start? Well, we know that that horse is always a slow beginner, um, and obviously they like to build his momentum, but, yeah, there was a few jockeys in the race wondering what he was doing. When you go back to the room, do you give each other a bit of stick, or do you uh, do you keep those thoughts to yourselves? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anything on Saturday? Um, I didn't say anything. No, but uh, I think a couple of the boys might have mentioned something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is your final Group One in Victoria this weekend. I see you've picked up rides in both Group Ones, which is good. So. Um, having a look ahead to the thousand guineas, I, I know she's considered a bit of an outsider. The the ride you picked up for for Mick Kent, vibrant son, but uh, Mick Price, I should say, Michael Kent Jr. But gee, she was dominant winning last start. Very impressive, wasn't she? Yeah, I um, 
I'm not sure the quality opposition behind her, but um, you could, she couldn't have been more impressive. Um, how, how do you see the change of date for this race and um, I suppose the leading of these fillies? Is it easier, do you think, having this race not as a lead into the Oaks and, and it will be something that you think will be stronger for it, the 1,000 guineas? Time will tell, I suppose. Um, I, one thing I think is probably they'll they'll miss a few of the Sydney fillies because they seem mm. to be up for their filly series and the flight stakes. Which I think a lot most of the Melbourne trainers seems to have held back their fillies a little bit with this in mind. And you've got Valana in the Rupert Clark. And, look, it may not be the strongest Rupert Clark, again, with this change of time. And you just had no luck in uh, your own race on Valana last start. What did you make of the run? Yeah, it was a good run, yeah. It was a very um, a very bunch sort of race. There was no sort of spots to get in. I thought he ran really well, and I go with him this morning. He worked very well. So if he can draw a good gate from that 1,400-metre start, I expect him to run a big race. What are you going to do um, once you're suspended? Are you going to head over to the west a little early, or will you stay in, in Melbourne? Uh, no, I'm heading over to Perth next Friday. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to speak at the Carbine Club luncheon over there, and... Um, and uh, I'll probably go to the railway stakes meeting as well, um, just to do some, um, you know, some signings and things like that, and just uh, an appearance, so to speak. It's a month to go now, so is it becoming more real? Is it is it really sinking in? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Getting towards the end now, and um, I'm here getting some good momentum in Perth. So looking forward to see how it goes over there. Is your mum looking forward to seeing you and uh, and everything that goes with this next few weeks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'll be good to see. I haven't been over there for a while. All right, Ollie, leave us with one winner that you've got left. Um, is there one this week that you're keen on? Hmm. Um, I've got some good chances on the weekend. Um, I think Queen of the Ball will be a good chance. She's a cup winner, uh, cup week winner as well. And, um, you know, Valana looks a nice chance as well. Uh, Arkansas Kids a good chance as well. So, yeah, I've got some good competitive rides. Well, mate, well done over what was a, a very big cup week for you and the family to come out with three winners and a couple of big race placings is uh, is credit to you. And hopefully you can see one of the big ones this week before you head over to WA. Thanks, Michael. Ollie joining us there.